0: Listening to show up stand out an online visibility show where we discuss how you can become more visible using social media and beyond attract your perfect clients and create more free time in your business and in your life so your dreams can finally become your reality strategies mindset interviews opportunities and lots and lots of actionable tips brought to you by your go-to online visibility strategist and your host Juliet Stapleton. Hello and welcome to Show Up Standout Online Visibility Series for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Juliet Stapleton. You know me as the queen of visibility, but actually I'm a social media content master strategist. Today I'm going to talk about maybe something beyond the strategist because I have an amazing guest. Let me introduce you to Steve Warner. And Steve helps entrepreneurs and influencers grow through authentic presentations and live events and has helped his clients earn more than 1.8 million in the last six months. This is really bloody impressive. So I am so looking forward to to having a chat about this, especially because there's a keyword in that uh, introduction, authentic, authentic presentations. And before we go and talk about the authenticity, Steve, how did it happen? How did you end up doing what you're doing now?
1: Sure. Uh, First off, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, So about six years ago, I worked for a corporate organization. Um, I worked for Vail Ski Resorts, if you're familiar with them. They're the biggest ski resort in North America. Um, And I helped, what I did was I ran their high-end events. So all their corporate level events, people would come in and I ran their events. They were 20 to the largest event that we held was about 5,000 people, all CEO level, C-suite, um, high-end stuff, and I decided to go out on my own. I really had this burning desire to do my own thing, to serve other people, and to really, you know, make a difference in the world. And I knew that I couldn't do that at the job, so I left and I went out on my own. Uh, the first event failed miserably. I moved to Las Vegas, uh, fell flat on my face, but you know, I'm pretty stubborn. Um, I think entrepreneurs probably we all have that that thing. So. Um, I moved into a friend's utility room. I studied a whole bunch. Uh, I held my next event six months later with my very last money. Um, I won't go too far into it, but held that event and it, it was a success, um, mild success. I made a couple thousand dollars, but it got the ball rolling. And uh, over the last five and a half years, I've now held 43 events. Um, I've spoken on more than 85 stages now. Um, all those events were profitable except for the first one. And I've also helped my clients. Uh, now we're at over 20 events that I've helped my clients hold.
0: Wow, that that is impressive. And to me personally, and this is, I'm sharing like my big secret, you know, I've been building my visibility as my myself as my own brand all from this room, right? I I would love to go and do some speaking, public speaking, but it's, it's where I'm based. It's such a hassle to travel from here that, you know, I am now trying to relocate to another country so I'm closer to the airport so I can travel and so I can finally speak publicly. So I'm just practicing through the online space. And you know what? It still was absolutely amazing. So I'm in awe with, with um, you know, when people can go and, and influence people in the room, you know, in the real, real time. And, but I know that a lot of people have this whole thing about, you know, speaking in front of a group of people, how they have to present themselves. And I think that that's the biggest, the biggest problem that holds people back because, you know, it's about how do they expect me to show up? And how like what advice do you have if somebody is let's uh, say like myself say say I didn't have this practice of of doing live videos and talking and everything and I want to do public speaking and I'm thinking oh my god you know I am not that I don't know what they expect me to be and what do I do how do you, like what's your stance on this what how do I pro- how to approach this
1: absolutely so I'll I'll give you a few there are, there's a lot of things in there. Um, the first one is you are doing the perfect thing. Facebook Live is the absolute best way to get good at speaking, and it's free. Um, if you're scared that people are going to judge you, you know what? People are going to judge you. That, that's going to happen. But here's the thing. They're not nearly as harsh on you if you're just yourself. If you try to be somebody that you're not, if you try to put on this face and be "I'm all super professional and you know they're they're gonna judge you a lot harsher if you just go live and you just have a conversation about what you're doing and who you are and what's going on in your life people people understand that and they will connect with you much faster so i'm gonna I'm going to make a kind of polarizing statement. Like you see the, the speakers associations who say, you know, practice, 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 take out all the ums, ahs, uts. don't stutter. All of those things are nice, but they are nowhere near necessary. Your goal when you are speaking, whether you're speaking on Facebook Live or at a group, your goal is to connect with people. That's the whole point of doing any kind of public speaking is to connect. Um, if you're running a business, which is I teach people to get on stages and to build events so they can grow their business. And the way that you're gonna grow your business is by having people know, like, and trust you. And if you are too well-spoken, if you are too polished, if, you, if you're if you too plastic, people won't connect and you won't grow your business. The number one way to connect is to be authentic, to be real, and you know what? If If you, you should have your speech outlined, right? So what I teach people to do, let me grab a post-it note. This is a tip, this is what I teach people. So you take the post-it note, it's sticky on this side, right? Lay the sticky side up, write three bullet points and you put it on the back of your phone like so, so that when you're holding up your phone, you can read your bullet points, but you wanna look at the camera. so. You either look at the camera or you look at not the camera. Don't go back and forth because it breaks. People are like, oh, he's not authentic. Either look at, at the camera. So the camera on the phone is right here, right? Or look at the other side. Look at one or the other, not both, and read your bullet points. That's all you have to do. So you should have an outline. You don't have to have it perfectly memorized. It doesn't have to be word for word. And then just do it. Um, that's the thing. If, if you want, do it in a group that you know, like, and trust people because they'll give you honest feedback.
0: I I love that advice. Actually, I love the, the advice where you put the sticky note on the phone. That is brilliant because um, I, I do a lot of uh, live videos on my computer, you know, I kind of like the setup. But yes, if you're on the go, I think that bullet points are important. Someone like myself, I go on, off topic a lot and I try and make this big point and I forget then what the point was. I call it Julia Stapleton effect, you know, and then I just like, <laughs> Can I re-? usually I remember what I want to say, but you know, it goes through the motions where I admit that I forgot and all this, but um, sometimes there's another thing that I might be, I might just add to your tip. When we have bullet points, we don't necessarily like read them because I find that when people prepare the text that they read off, that gives this bad energy, it's not natural. So it's much better to just don't mind that you were saying arms and you knows and I, I, I'm i not an English speaking, I make up words and grammars, <laughs> new grammar rules and and you know, there's so many, uh, so many things. But you know, I stopped even editing my podcast and show, like if I speak, I stopped editing it out because it's natural. And in the real life, that's how people speak. And in the real life, they don't look constantly into your eyes, that's weird, you know, people kind of, so if you have your bullet points, it's okay if you just glance there, as long as you're, you are look still natural. You know, when I speak, I never look into somebody's eyes. I, I probably, I always look somewhere right. else. You know, three seconds at a time, they say it's good for pattern, establishing pattern. but yeah, so like I think that a lot of people are getting really hooked up on this, you know on What to say read or you know, where do I look and all these things and I think on stage is probably is the same You know, how do people make up all these things that buts what they have to you know The to-do lists uh, instead of just coming up and sharing their story or sharing what they have to share
1: Well, you touched on the key word there is story. So Story sells better than anything else. It's also highly engaging to your audience. So, the there are two broad outlines for stories. If you're trying to figure out things to share, right? Um, the I'll give you both of them. They're both they're both similar and they play off each other. The first one uh, Russell Brunson teaches. It's the Epiphany Bridge, and every story goes through this. So it's the pain and the drama up front, right? what is the pain that, that you were experiencing? What was the epiphany that you had? And then what was life like after you had the epiphany, you took the steps and you reached your goal? So the way that you can think about this story, right? Um, Julia and I were talking, I've, I've lost weight over the last 10 weeks. I joined a weight loss challenge. So when I joined, I'm not, horribly overweight or anything like that but I was about 15 pounds heavier than I wanted to be and my pain was I was tired when I got up in the morning my pants weren't fitting like you know how it is you're like oh gosh I'm did I really do that like how's that feel oh
0: I just went through the same story this is why we were discussing it so I really feel that pain
1: So you, you, you want to talk about the pain that you feel and by talking about your pain, your audience is going to identify with you. The more pain you share, this is a secret, the more pain you share and the more raw you are about the stuff that you go through, the more your audience will identify with you. Because if you come off as somebody who's perfect, they're like, Oh, I don't want anything to do with that. Um, So share the pain, then the second part is the epiphany. While I joined this weight loss challenge, I knew I had to cut out all the sugar and I was gonna stop drinking. I don't drink a lot anyway, but I cut 95% of the alcohol out. And I was like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start running every day, running or walking. That was my epiphany. Well, now I'm back down. I've lost not only 15 pounds, I've lost 20, 19 pounds as of this morning. Um, I got five days left in the challenge. Uh, it wasn't that hard. I just had to build in the routines, but I feel better. I have more energy. That's the story.
0: You're listening to Show Up Stand Out with your host and online visibility strategist, Juliet Stapleton. If this show brings you value, subscribe to our podcast and never miss another episode.
1: So that's the story arc. Um, the second thing that I would tell you, if, if that doesn't resonate or if you're like, oh, I don't know how I fit that in. So you draw two lines on the paper. So you have three columns. And the first one is you put all your pain, like what, what is a life event that you had where you knew your life was going to change? You want to put that over here. The second part is the pain that you experienced that caused you to want to make that change. Like how, what were your feelings and thoughts? the third part is now that you're on the other side of it what was the life lesson from that and this this is a secret some people are like well i just don't have anything you know what talk about a movie character talk about somebody that's in the news like that framework applies to anyone and it makes telling that story interesting
0: that is so true and i actually in my experience and i work with people as well in terms of storytelling and their origin story there's always Uh, we have so many pinnacle moments it's about choosing the one that that is relevant to your audience Um, and, and a lot of people when you when you think that you I don't have that you just you haven't actually thought about it but when you start writing down things things can pour. For me, the the, the kind of turning point, it was a couple of years ago, I sat down and I wrote down the story of my life in bullet points because I was interested to see what are my natural traits are. And I could see that in bullet points, like, what did they say about me as a toddler? What did they say about me like five to 10 years old? What do I remember? And then I just looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I am resilient as you know, I am really, really good at this. And I like, no matter what happens, I never give up. And that was very empowering. And from that point, then you start looking at yourself differently. So I think that's like that kind of advice. And you said three columns. So, first is like what you were going through um, that wasn't great. And then, what is that pain that caused you to change? Right. And the second one. And then, mm-hmm. what it is now. And people do relate to that. And that doesn't make you a hero because you're sharing that you are just exactly where maybe they are now
1: it makes you 100% relatable. And then you don't ever wanna do this until you're through the thing, right? Because if you talk too much, then then you look like a freak show. Um, If you think about Britney Spears, right? When she shaved her head and went nuts, she was talking about the problems that she was having in the middle of it. You wanna wait till you're on the other end. And that first column not only has to be, it could be the pain, but it's also a moment in your life when you knew something changed. I mean, for me, like the diet story I just told that I was on a 12 week road trip. I came back and I got home and I stepped on the scale and I was like, this has to change right Mm -hmm. now. That was like the moment, right? The other moment, um, when I knew I had to leave my corporate job, I wanted to do more. I wanted to be more. I wanted to affect people. I knew I couldn't do it in my corporate job. I left a six figure salary to go out on my own and do what I believed was right. Like that's a moment. That's like the catalyst. Um,
0: it's like a thought, isn't it? For, for me, I remember the biggest thought was just realizing that even though I'm running my business for six years, I'm like an employee. I am not a business person. You know, I don't have any, any control of my business. That was such a shocking idea. And it didn't just come into my head. I actually read a testimonial of somebody about another coach that they thought that. And that was like somebody poured cold water on me. I was like, this is it. This is what's happening. And it's always just this moment, this thought. It's not actually something that might be happening as a fact, as an event, isn't it? Right. I want to ask you a question because we're talking about, and I love this topic about you know, being vulnerable and, and talking about the pain. What is your opinion on when people start showing their emotions and then they get emotional? Like how far is far enough? you know there's a lot of people that they get very teary, they start pouring it out like in your opinion, how do you think how much you should you should be opening up
1: I mean I think that it's fine to be emotional and I think it's fine if you cry if it's if it warrants it if you are like I've seen some some people who just, they, every live is a crying session. And that's not, I don't think that's good for for you or your brand or anything, but if it's once in a while, people are like, you should always be yourself. You should not hide your emotions. If, but I would look at your lives. If you're doing a lot of lives, if you're doing two or three lives a week, I would look at them. And if you're crying in every single one, or if you are if you're being negative in every single one, people are not going to tune in and watch them. you It's fine to start off with the pain, but you have to take people to a positive. Um, this is like the story arc, right? These are the unhappy people over here. They have a problem in their life. They wanna lose weight, right? Or they want to go live, or they want they want a positive interaction. This is the story arc. This is you over here being happy, right? If you never take people there, if you just focus on this, people are gonna, people are, like no one's gonna tune in anymore because nobody wants to feel bad, right? That's Think about true. a movie. Like if you go to a movie, you don't. most people don't wanna go to a movie where they leave feeling worse than they went in. So it's fine to start with the pain and the drama, but you have to take people somewhere. Um, that's what I would say about that piece specifically.
0: I, I um, really love it because you know we have responsibility to we have responsibility to give hope to 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 say hey you know you can be more you can be better and I think that these these are the key words in you in your how you present yourself in your business isn't it be more be better it's so up my street and I just this is what I feel like I feel like this is what I'm here for Um so when when you start crying too much or being angry that means that there's something in yourself you need to still go and address rather than going this is not really for me it's not actually authentic vulnerability this is just you, you haven't figured it out yet as, as like you said about Britney Spears you know that's not the time to share um, so yes just be careful if you're just starting this journey uh, of of sharing publicly you know be a little bit strategic that doesn't make you a fake that doesn't make that doesn't take authenticity out of you or what you're doing but you do still have to present yourself as a brand which is someone who gives hope or makes it better or takes the pain away
1: I mean I would I 100% agree. If you're if you're struggling with that, if you're sitting there thinking about it, just think about like what just think about like, you don't have to have a super crafted offer or anything like that. Just think about where how you want people to leave your lives feeling. Do you want them to feel happy? Do you want them to feel hopeful? Do you want them to feel inspired? And if you're if you're telling a story, I don't care if it's a story about a restaurant that you go to. When I started doing lives, I used to tell stories about restaurants because I knew a lot about them. So I'd go to the restaurant and I would tell the story about you know why I was going there, what I was excited about, how the food was, and if something wasn't good, I would say that, but I wouldn't beat them up. Um, one of the most damaging things I think that you can do is to throw stones at a person. You should. It's one thing to throw stones at you know a method or something you can be polarizing in your statement but don't ever throw stones at a person it just makes you look bad you can throw stones at something they're doing at a method at something you don't agree with that's totally fine but don't throw the rocks at the person um, that would be a, it just I came agree to mind. with
0: that I agree. I agree with that. Even in a way, when they wrongdo you and you feel like you need to expose someone. Because as a as a user who say reads a post like this, I don't I I don't like negativity in my life. I don't even watch news because of that, you know, because they bring me down. So when I read something like this, that just affects my energy and I'm like, mm, don't know if I wanted to see this today. Yes, I, I care, but you know, on the other hand, I don't care. And I think that it's important that we put ourselves like how I, I, I put my, I put myself in the shoes of my reader a lot and i think okay where i analyze why what i do like this example and so this is how i strategically produce content and i'm thinking you know should i do this or not because there's no people who just say i don't know i like her but mm," you know and you don't want that that's that's a little bit of like it's like adding little dirt in a glass of water would you drink that water (laughs) after it's been poisoned you know like you, you wouldn't really so yeah i want i have i know we have a very short session for the amount of things we can talk about, including restaurants and food, because that's something that I absolutely love. But let's talk about Monetize Your Tribe. Sure. Yes, what um, is
1: it? So, Monetize Your Tribe is my brand. Um, I go under Stephen Phil Warner, uh, but Monetize Your Tribe is kind of the brand that I've built. And the point behind it is, there are so many people out there who are getting started or they've got a group or they've they've like done some stuff and they've got a little bit of traction, but they're trying to figure out how to go to the next level, right? They're trying to figure out how to break six figures, how to break seven figures. Um, and the easiest way to do that is to either speak, if, in my opinion, is either to speak on stages or to build your own small event. Um, either one of those. The, the connection that you get live and in person, I know we started this conversation a little bit, you were talking about you would love to travel more and be on more stages. Um, in the U.S., it's a little bit easier. It it changed my life when I started holding events because it, you can you can sell something much easier from stage and the thing that you're selling is a higher ticket item. And the, the example that i show is a lot of people especially in the digital marketing space are selling a $10 book or a $50 book or maybe even a $500 item. Well, the thing is if you're selling a $500 item, you're probably spending a decent amount of marketing to get somebody to buy that. By going on stage or by holding your own event, you can sell a $10,000 plus item and through doing that, like how many $10,000 items do you have to sell to replace your income? You could become a full-time entrepreneur much easier and live the lifestyle. And live events, whether it's speaking on somebody else's stage or speaking on your own stage is really powerful. And I've shown a lot of people, they don't. a lot of people when they think of stages, they think of 100 people, 150, 300 people. You can do this speaking to groups of 10, 15, 20 people because this is what I found in my events. Uh, When I first started holding events, I was 150, 300, 500 people. And what I found was people wanted smaller events because they got more interaction with the person. They got to ask their questions. They felt like it was much higher value, which it was. When I started holding events that were 20 people and I capped them at 20 people, my ticket price went up. And I also started closing. So a 100 person room, you're gonna close 15, 20% if you're a rock star, maybe a little bit higher. Um, when you're holding a 20 or 25 person event, you're gonna close 50 to 75% of the room if you want to. If you're selling high ticket coaching that's one-on-one, you might not even want to, you can cherry pick the perfect people to work with you, which makes your life a whole lot better. Um, So that's kind of the method that I teach in it, and that's kind of what it's all about. It's about authentically connecting with people, really building relationships, and serving people so it's quality over quantity. Um, It's kind of the opposite
0: i love it it's it's just so up my street as well just everything you're saying you know is the same the only element i'm missing is that i'm in a location where it becomes so much hassle to travel but i am moving into such a wonderful location to organizing events maybe you'll come comment and organize an event in Tallinn, estonia which is like the paris of the north so i have a link here that guys if you want to find out more about monetize your tribe you can go to myt.how And it is a training, isn't it? That you get on that. Yeah. And you can watch a training and, and, um, like this is not, I know that we were talking about six figures, seven figures, but I think that this will benefit. Um, even if you are, if you're not making six figures yet, it really would benefit.
1: Absolutely. I take you through um, how to tell a great story because really what it comes down to, what I teach people to do, you, we've all been to a boring event, right? Where somebody puts up a PowerPoint slide and it's got stuff all over it and you fall asleep. I teach you how to speak, whether it's on a Facebook live or whether it's on somebody else's stage or your own stage. I teach you how to do a presentation that really grabs people's attention and connects with people. And that's what the training is. It's completely free. If you go to that website, um, it's myt.how you will get it and it's it will help you regardless. Even if you're not making any money right now, it'll just help you get better at presenting.
0: It doesn't matter if you're making money because visibility and building your authority is priceless investment of your time and you should be doing that much more than, you know, and of course, trying to get some cash, but it is something that's very important in the beginning stages as well. This is what I I always say as well. Steve, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. I absolutely loved this show. Guys, if you have any questions, pop them in the comments, reach out to Steve, go and get that training, even if you are doing lives and speaking like, every we are learning all the time because we want to be better and we want to be more right so thank you so much for being my guest guys i will see you in another episode of show up stand out don't forget to subscribe and see you later bye Thank you for listening to Show Up Stand Out with me, your host and your online visibility strategist, Juliet Stapleton. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you are ready to be more visible and create an impact, check out julietstapleton.com to see how I can support you on this journey and help you show up fearlessly and with ease.